Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certification in town, you'll find pimp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Magical. That was a magical moment. <laughs> we had medicated garlic bread. And maybe Anita made that. Oh my God, that was amazing. I don't think there was any food item in there that wasn't trashable. And I remember someone saying, uh, Lady Luck saying to me, I've never seen you sit so long in my life because I think I like went into a half comatose over there and I sat. <laughs> we were trash. Good times, man. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Yes, it's going October 16th and it's almost Christmas. Oh, I can't even believe it. Wednesday, it's almost Christmas, and for the bestie, it's October 16th, and on that silver sister's panicking over here because she's got family um, far, far away that she's got to get gifts and prezzies to. <laughs> so, yeah, but you better start shopping now. And birthdays in between, good luck with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where is he? He's not here. Yeah, that's what you get, and glass breaking. Oh, one more. Ooh, you're going to see you soon, I know it. Um, so let's see, he's not here, so that's a stinky. Um, what's going on in the world today? Uh, it's been five weeks since my boy passed, and just have to acknowledge him in the heavens. And if I'm a little sad, well, you just have to deal with it. That's just the way it's going to be. Um, yeah, this program is going wonkers again. <laughs> They've decided to throw a pop-up that says, the Skype integration for hosts is currently under maintenance. Please connect to the host line with Direct Connect or by phone. So I've done the Direct direct Connect, and then I got kicked out of Direct Connect. So we're back on Direct Connect. So if we get kicked out again, it's not my fault. <laughs> um, so 
going to uh, mess up the show, but we're going to say howdy to the uh, bloggers out there. If y'all are out there, let us know because uh, never can tell. There's nowhere on the screen that says, other than there's a switchboard that says people are wanting to call in, and I can see we have some callers. However, I can't see, like, who's who's listening just uh, via the computer, because you can do that. You can go online to tumbleweedsoutcenter.com and check it out. You can check out our awesome radio show. Um, yeah. Check out the entire online website. It's very informational. So before you hit the uh, contact us uh, button and ask some questions, check it out because I think you'll find all your answers there. There was one thing that I'm going to post up that I didn't post up that I was reminded of the other day, and that is for out-of-town card holders. Yes, you're reciprocal here. You can use here, but you cannot buy here. Well, how are they supposed to get it? And I'm like, well, they have to have friends, so just give it to them. So, you know, hope you have friends. <laughs> um, I think that's going to change because I think in Vegas and California, well, it's not even, you don't need it anymore, but I think before that you could have taken your card. But I think there are other states that are actually um, 100% reciprocal and that they'll like the purchase as well. Oh, um, and just a quick side note for anyone in Sierra Vista, you can now grow your own weed. Go get them, kids. Sign up online. It's only 10 bucks to switch that card over to authori- authorization to cultivate. <laughs> yes, get it. Um, and pretty soon the Benson one's going to, um, they're going to move. Um, I think the Sierra Vista one got sold. And um, Benson's going to move up to Phoenix because that's in the contract. After the first three years of being wherever you are being, you don't have to be there anymore. <laughs> you could go out there. <laughs> um, so yes, indeedy. And seriously, try it out. I recommend, here's what Belstar recommends, get an auto seed. If you're going to be at home for, you know, three three months, because from start to finish, from seed to finish, it takes 60 60 days for some seeds, uh, maybe 75 days uh, at most, you know, 90. Um, but you've got yourself some good old-fashioned weed. And you've got to see the ground and put some water on that baby, give it some nice soil, and watch it grow. And they're, they're smaller plants. Well, mine haven't been. Um, the ones I've grown have gotten gargantuan, but a lot of them you can get that just grow really, really small like a house plant. You stick it in your little window there and uh, grow some marijuana for your needs, for your own personal needs. All right. Um, so check out TumbleweedsHealthCenter.com. All sorts of great information. If you go to the certification section, you can book your own appointment right there, that little square that says book appointment. Go ahead. I dare you. Book an appointment. Well, Conditions qualify you for a medical cannabis card. PTSD, and let me explain this one. You have to have a note from a psychiatrist. Uh, can it be a psychologist? Uh, as long as it's, yes, as long as it's, it has to be ongoing. You have to be, it cannot be from a social worker or a therapist. 
or your therapist. It has to be from the actual doctor, the MD or the PhD or psychiatrist or what? Did they get a special one? Uh, Pill. They just have a little pill after their after their name. has to be ongoing treatment for that one. Uh, well, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, which the state just says is 60 days. Some doctors say it's 90, but if you've got something that's going on for a long time, that's chronic. Uh, severe nausea, uh, seizures, including epilepsy and all sorts of seizures, um, and severe and persistent muscle spasms like Parkinson's and other things that give you the shakes, and including multiple sclerosis, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, and just the agitation of Alzheimer's disease will get you a medical card, and cachexia or wasting syndrome. Uh, you're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease, medical condition, or just the treatment. So if you're getting treated for something that isn't on this list, but it's causing you to get really sick and you can't eat, or you have migraines from it, or you're nauseous from it, or... It's causing you, you know, backaches or whatever it's causing you. You can get a card for that. Um, so if any of those conditions uh, can qualify you for a cannabis card. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can email THCTucson at gmail.com. You can come on down to 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. And what else? Oh, we'll come to you. Yes, that's right. Golf clap for that. We will come to you. If you um, are in a facility or you're in your home or you're in someone else's house, wherever you are and you need us to come to you, uh, we will do that for you. We've done that lots of places. And um, facilities usually are really, um, really great about it. Oh. They uh, oftentimes welcome us back um, for lectures or whatnot and drop off the brochures and bring our CBD with us. And uh, speaking of CBD, you can come on down to Tumbleweeds Health Center for all your CBD needs. Tell them you heard on the radio show that you get 15% off uh, all your CBD needs. That's right. 15%. But you have to say you heard it on Weed Day Wednesday. They'll start sent you. Um, also, what else? Come on down. We've got, okay, so we've been getting a request. Um, I have at least, um, I have a request for people that are looking for 0% THC products, which is, um, it's just what people are wanting out there. That's okay. That's fine. We have that. In fact, we make that ourselves. Um, here in-house. Uh, we have some great tumbleweed tinctures. Uh, we have up to 1,000 milligrams. We're going to, and, you know, by special order, we'll make you a 2,000 or 3,000 or whatever, however many milligrams you want if you just want CBD. But we do have a lot of other nice products that um, I love. The Relief Toads. <laughs> the 
Silver Sister is not a fan. The gummy bears uh, and the relief toes are actually 10 milligrams. And the gummy bears are, are good, but if you want like 40 or 50 milligrams, you don't want four or five gummies unless you want four or five gummies. <laughs> good night's sleep, you know, boom, there you go. But we've got lotions and balms. We've even got the icy hots. We've got um, fruit roll-ups. Yes, we do. We have fruit roll-ups. <laughs> and, uh, oh, CBD vapes. Um, oh, we'll read about some CBD, CBD vaping stories, or, or not CBD per se, but just vape stories out there. Um, I think someone's putting restrictions on things again uh, because there have been 27 deaths. Okay, can you hear me now? Okay, we're in our show now. We're actually in our show, so I had to call in as a guest and let myself talk as a guest to the show. That is some serious bullshit. All right. 
Okay. <clears throat> I know it went through the beep. That's fine. Wow. That's cray cray. Well, we beat the show again. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Wednesday, Wednesday, everyone. Okay. So let's see here. I don't even know where we were, what we were talking about. Were we getting high or something? I mean, what was going on? Oh, vaporizing. Okay. Um, well, here here we go. Semper Fi. 2022, many hooks. Uh, Semper Fi Dallas. 2022, many hooks up. Hooks vets up with the free clones and healing-based community. Maybe this is a an organization. Oh, 2022, many. No, 2022, many. Yeah, a nonprofit suicide prevention, PTSD awareness, and medical cannabis organization for veterans has a mission to give out <clears throat> 8,000 cannabis clones to as many military veterans. Uh, sadly, that figure is approximately the number of veterans who kill themselves in the United States over the course of a year. Most of these fatalities involve Vietnam War vets who take their own lives more frequently than their younger peers. Still hear me good? All right. <clears throat> Speaking to High Times, Project founder Patrick uh, Seifert points out that this general aid group makes up the bulk of the crowd that comes to the 2022 Many Center, uh, located alongside the Olympia Outpost of Washington State's annual marijuana festival, the Seattle Hemp Fest. Ooh, should go. The Seattle Hemp Fest in a building that used to house Seifert's dispensary. Uh, Rainier Express, not Rainier. Uh, within these walls, people can make CBD purchases, pick out hemp clothing and accessories, oh, and access a truly special program for cannabis-using veterans. Seifert uh, says, Seifert uh, <clears throat> takes photos of the vets who come in for complimentary clones and posts them on social media to mark the occasion, and perhaps as a method of motivating the program participants' peers. They are photographed in front of the United States um, flag flanked by framed collections of marijuana-themed patches, drug war veteran, and narcotics task force peek out among them, as well as, in, as well as an NBA logo parody in which the initials have been swapped out for THC. The vets' expressions uh, run the gamut from startled to hopeful to giddy at the notion of taking home their own cannabis plant. Seifert says... <clears throat> that few turn down the request to be photographed uh, for the Instagram account. That speaks volumes to how much they appreciate the Olympia advocates, especially when one considers that veterans across the country are often penalized for seeking out medical marijuana, despite the many benefits the plant offers to vets in particular. The Department of Veteran Affairs has not made it easy for veterans to get access to cannabis. Veterans are not supposed to risk losing their VA health benefits due to marijuana usage, Residents of VA hospice facilities cannot consume marijuana on site, and VA doctors were instructed in a 2017 memo that although they could discuss marijuana usage with patients, they cannot make any official recommendation for a state's medical cannabis program. Unfortunately, the scene hasn't changed much, says Brad Burge, uh, Director of Strategic Communications for the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies which recently <clears throat> completed the first clinical trial to examine the effects of CBD and THC on veterans suffering from PTSD. The VA continues uh, to prohibit its health care providers from 
recommending medical cannabis or helping veterans obtain it despite numerous state laws acknowledging its efficacy. And though there are rules barring the removal of health benefits under cannabis use, a handful of recent cases have shown that the VA can and will penalize veterans for marijuana. In June, the VA denied a Massachusetts vet and his family a housing loan because it didn't find his job, quote, stable and reliable, quote, enough. His profession? Assistant manager of a thriving cannabis dispensary. Another vet working in the cannabis industry, retired Army Major uh, Ty Reedy, lost his pension when the VA took his position as an um, academy liaison officer at the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. The academy explained to Reedy that his job as director of operations services at Acreage Holdings, quote, brings discredit upon the U.S. Military Academy and the Army, quote. Quote, we are still a long way from medical cannabis being supported by the VA, says Burge. It makes you wonder why the 22 many vets <clears throat> agreed to pose for the camera at all. In some shots, the vets hold the crown of their new plants at face level, obscuring a mouth or a cheekbone with a winsome green leaf. Still, those who pose for the pics are risking something. But for many, the importance of accessing cannabis and convincing other vets suffering from similar symptoms to try marijuana outweigh the risk. And yeah. Quote, anecdotally, I love this, <laughs> because just because, you know, they're still practicing medicine doesn't anecdotally mean anything. You, you'd think it would. So anecdotally, hundreds of veterans have publicly testified that cannabis access has saved their lives after being driven to near suicide under a pharmaceutical load of dozens of pills a day. Quote, Eric uh, Gopal, CEO and founder of the Veterans Cannabis Coalition <clears throat> Advocacy Group, explained to Forbes, Quote, current research supports the potential efficacy of cannabis in dozens of different applications, all of which could have direct positive impact on overall veteran health, whether for pain, as a sleep aid, or for in overcoming stress and anxiety. So many veterans find relief in cannabis because it provides an alternative way to manage their conditions far better than a slew of toxic pharmaceuticals. Pfeiffer offers his story as, as an example. He started smoking marijuana in 10th grade when suffering from PTSD from sexual abuse. Quote, lo and behold, I probably was using it to help me with those feelings that I was having at such a young age, he says. After high school, he served in the Marines and was stationed in Hawaii from 92, 1992 to 95, then came back home and worked private security jobs. Then he got into a car accident, which would lead to narcotic pain pill prescriptions and eventually to addiction. It was tough on me. He remembers, however, slowly but surely I was able to get off of those and start healing myself with cannabis. Years later, he opened his dispensary or, quote, safe access point, quote, as it's called in Washington, in Olympia. Uh, within the first year, we started seeing something pretty marvelous happening, Seifert uh, says, veterans just coming in, pouring through our doors. Any veteran could bring in a service photo, and Seifert would frame it and hang it on the dispensary's wall of fame. Vets could also usually count on a free gram of marijuana every time they visited the shop. That's awesome. In 2012, the VA published a suicide data report that found 22 veterans kill themselves every day in the United States. 
That's 8,000 lives lost each year. There's some debate about the exact number of veteran suicides, but the figures published by the VA are generally accepted. The investigation studied death certificates from 1999 to 2011 and concluded that veterans made up 22% of self-inflicted deaths in the United States. That's particularly troubling because they only made up 13% of U.S. adults in 2012, according to that year's Golub poll. Well, that's really sad. When Seyfert um, read about the study's findings, he decided <clears throat> that his dispensary was not doing enough. The 2014 Washington Post-Kaiser Family Foundation poll found that 51% of veteran respond, uh, respondents knew a fellow vet who had taken their own life. Seyfert was determined, determined to do more to help his peers. In the early days of 2020, too many, the group would order pizza and talk about veterans' health over slices and cups of coffee. How could they make more of a difference in getting vets access to cannabis? Their first goal, they decided, was getting PTSD on the list of Washington's qualifying conditions for medical marijuana. The VA says that 15% of Vietnam vets and 12% of Gulf War vets and 11 to 20% of vets from Operation Iraqi Freedom and Enduring Freedom have the condition and that it can be caused by military sexual trauma as well. The group did not research. <clears throat> oh, the group did its research and found that no one had ever presented the addition of PTSD to Washington State's list of qualifying conditions for medical marijuana on a standalone state Senate bill. It had always been bogged down by a long list of other potential qualifying conditions that sent it back to the committee again and again. 2020 too many took advantage of its location in the state capitol and presented its plan for a standalone PTSD bill to State Senator Steve Hobbs. Within days, Hobbs signed on as the legislation's main sponsor and the bill passed the Senate uh, unanimously. Now, a more seasoned lobbyist, Seifert thinks back to that early success in awe, especially as other senators followed up by adding um, traumatic brain, uh, brain injury, TBI, another condition that affects many veterans to the list of qualifiers and just people in general. I've heard a lot of TBI lately, just not even from vets. Um, the early win energized the group, and soon the, ad, um, the address at House Rainer Express became the headquarters of 2020. Uh, I can't even say this, 2020 too many. <laughs> Seifert says that central to the organization's mission is educating veterans about home growth. I don't know if you've ever grown before, he says, but there's something spiritual um, about growing your own medicine. Very true. Uh, 2020 Too Many looks to build a seamless circle of support for vets to get started with their own plan. The group's technique starts with the first roadblock, steep state authorization fees that can be daunting for vets with limited earnings. In 2019, Nancy Murphy, a nurse, uh, stepped in to fill that void holding $22 discount authorization days. The price drops to zero for vets that are homeless or otherwise financially compromised. In June, the organization held its fourth such event. It's such a blessing to finally see those guys coming out of the shadows, Seifert says. Once they are properly signed up, <clears throat> program participants receive clones from 2022 many, some of which are donated by fellow vets like Caleb Ray Neal. Participants can also help themselves to lights, fans, buckets, and barrels that have also been donated. The group often holds free three-hour home grow classes taught by expert grows, Eric Retta and Alex Stubbs. There's also a 24-hour cannabis growing hotline for veterans. 
Additionally, the group has already assisted running a veteran helpline for four years now. If they need a sandwich, if they need help getting their DD-214, um, a form that documents military discharge, we don't care. You can call for anything and we'll listen, uh, says Seifert. If we can drive to you, we'll drive to you. Uh, establishing a sense of uh, camaraderie and a purpose among veterans is, is at the heart of the group's mission. In addition to encouraging participants to stay in touch by sharing photos of their cannabis crops, uh, the organization also hosts stoner movie nights. Some of these guys, you don't know if they're sitting at home alone on the side of the bed, what they're thinking, Seifert says, and we just don't want to take that chance. Seifert knows that things are unlikely to change when it comes to the federal government's policy on vets consuming cannabis. He is, however, heartened by the work of people like Mike Krawitz, a fellow vet who sits on the 2020 Too Many board and has t uh, worked tirelessly alongside Americans for Safe Access and other activists to change the World Health Organization's harsh scheduling of cannabis. In the photos of the vets that 2020 Too Many posts on social media, Seifert is often in the frame, an arm thrown around a flannel clad shoulder or standing uh, with his thumbs in his pockets. There's really nothing out there <clears throat> that's doing more to fight, uh, fight veteran suicide than cannabis. Seifert, who still signs his mails, Semper Fi, says softly. So that's why it's so frustrating. Having it as a Schedule One drug is really hurting us. While that is, of course, true, 2020 to many has improved lives of many veterans uh, through both cannabis and camaraderie. Perhaps the biggest asset veterans have in the fight for safe access is each other. And they get a big clap for that one. All right. Well, let's see if this works. Tough, tough, tough. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchy snacks Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking
know about the science of marijuana? What you know about people suffering from glaucoma? They need it. They need it. It helps them with their condition. If you don't believe me, then just ask some eye physicians. Thank your granddad for voting for that guy, Richard. Nixon is the president who made the plants illegal. But science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector's fighting to keep all of that illegal. Alcohol and tobacco, pharmaceutical prisons. I'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers. They're making money day and night, all those motherfuckers. And bribing Congress out of sight, all those motherfuckers. They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy. I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits and they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interest. I call that getting swindled and pimped shit. I call that getting tricked by the government. That law's hella old. So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't. Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some Wednesday, I am twice hosting the show. <laughs> so it's me and me and Silver Sister. And yeah, that's it. So there you have it. Um, we were just reading about vets and PTSD and cannabis. And awesome. I'm going to save that article and get in touch with that group. 2020 too many, but I can never say. Um, what are you smoking right now? <laughs> You've got like OG and Lemon OG and AK-47 and all sorts of stuff in there. All right. <clears throat> Here, a bill would remove cannabis possession as grounds for deportation. Okay, hold on one moment. I feel like we need to give some shout-outs. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Can Health Online Digital Magazine. You don't have to go anywhere but where you are to get your cannabis news. My mom used to say I would be leaving the house. My mom would say, where are you going? And I'd turn around and I'd say, I'll be where I'm at. And she used to laugh. She thought that was the funniest thing. Canon Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. That's right. Check them out. If you go to our website, TumbleweedHealthCenter.com, you can uh, go to the radio section, scroll on down. There's a couple sponsors. And Growers House is also one at 3635 East 34th Street. Get on down there for all your growing needs for anything you want to grow. They've got 10% off uh, LED grow lights right now, um, 10% off curing for harvest season. They have a um, forum for um, growing, 
and or they got lots of forms actually it looks like oh remember the co2 bags back in the day oh yeah the little um bags of mushrooms or whatever that is and they're growing um they they emit co2 into the air but you can just get a machine and make it a lot easier um, they've got stuff for cloning, they've got stuff for lighting, stuff to hang your lights with, uh, they've got everything. And oops, there's a sale extended with some free shipping on some certain items, so check it out. GrowersHouse.com. All right, so here we go. <clears throat> a bill introduced by lawmakers in Washington, D.C. recently would remove possession of cannabis as grounds for deportation under federal law. Under the bill... That uh, The Remove Marijuana from Deportable Offenses Act, S-2021, the offenses for which an undocumented immigrant could be <clears throat> deported would be amended. The bill was introduced by uh, Democratic Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey in June and in the House last month with an identical companion bill from fellow Democrat Assistant Speaker Ray Ben Juan of Mexico. Uh, quote, this administration's efforts to use marijuana possession as a tool for deportation is misguided and does not make our community safer, said Booker in a press release. Limited law enforcement resources should not be wasted on deporting people for something two of the last three presidents admitted to doing. This legislation will remove another one of ICE's weapons that have been deployed to execute the administration's hardline immigration policy. With the bill, the Immigration and uh, Nationality Act would be amended, adding the phrase, quote, other than the distribution of marijuana, quote, to the section that defines illicit trafficking in a controlled substance as an offense that warrants the deportation of an undocumented immigrant. The measure also adds that, quote, any offenses uh, involving the use, possession, or distribution of marijuana shall not be considered as grounds of inadmissibility, quote. The bill would also allow immigrants who have been deported or denied a visa to reapply for admission for the country or have their visa reissued. Quote, the Trump administration's decision to use marijuana as a weapon against our immigrant communities is despicable. The federal government should not be wasting resources to wreak havoc on immigrant families when there are children held in border camps that are desperate for legal services, hygiene products, and basic humanitarian care. Providing care for these children and families should be where the Trump administration devotes its funding, not working as a deportation force. Quote, I'm proud to be fighting for this legislation to hold President Trump accountable and defend our immigrant communities from senseless and hateful policies, he added. More than 34,000 immigrants were deported between 2007 and 2012 for marijuana possession, according to a report from Human Rights Watch. Since President Trump rescinded guidelines that listed misdemeanor offenders and cannabis convictions as a low priority, uh, the crisis has worsened. According to uh, Lujan's office, he added that this anti-immigrant agenda from the Trump administration stands in contrast to the policies of dozens of states that have legalized or decriminalized marijuana use and possession. All right, well, speaking of bills and things in the House, um, we were continuing to read the Smart and Safe Act. Now, y'all, um, let's just, I'm going to post this on our blog here so that you can read it too. You can read along. You can print it out. You can throw rocks at it. You can kiss it, hope it wins, whatever you like. 
<clears throat> but just read it so you know the whole thing. And the opinions that are flying out of my mouth are just my mouth's opinions. So take them or leave them. I really don't care. Get your own sheet. <laughs> 36-2865, enforcement of this chapter, mandamus. Hey, oh, I'm just going to, here's a side note, squirrel. Did you know back in the day that lawyers used to get paid per word? So that's why these things are so damn long and lengthy. You could really just say, hey, man, let's legalize weed. Sign here. <laughs> there you go. Nope, we get mandamus. This is, hey. If the Department of Health Services fails to adopt rules necessary for the implementation of this chapter on or before June 20, uh, June 1st, 2021, or if the department fails to begin acting application, accepting applications as provided in Section 362854, Subsection A, Paragraph 1, Subsection D, any citizen may commence uh, a mandamus action in Superior Court to compel the department to perform the actions mandated under the chapter. B. If the Department of Health Services fails to issue a license or send a notice of uh, denial within 60 days after receiving a complete marijuana establishment application pursuant to Section 362854, Subsection A, Paragraph 1, Subsection D, the applicant may commence a mandamus action in Superior Court to compel the Department to perform the actions mandated under this chapter. C. Notwithstanding Chapter 28.1 of this title, if the Department of Health Services fails to issue any marijuana establishment licenses pursuant to Section 36-2854, Subsection A, Paragraph 1, Subsection D, on or before April 5, 2021, each nonprofit medical marijuana dispensary in good standing may begin to cultivate, produce, process, manufacture, transport, and test marijuana and marijuana products and may sell marijuana and marijuana products to consumers until the department issues licenses to operate marijuana establishments. If this occurs, nonprofit medical marijuana dispensaries in good standing shall, one, be treated as marijuana establishments for all purposes under this chapter, and their nonprofit medical marijuana dispensary agents shall be treated as marijuana facility agents for all purposes under this chapter, two, comply with the rules adopted by the department to implement chapter 28.1 of this title, except those that are inconsistent with this chapter. Section 5, Title 42, Chapter 5, Arizona Revised Statutes is amended by adding Article 10 to read, Article 10, Marijuana and Marijuana Products, 42-5501, Definitions. In this article, unless the context otherwise requires, one, consumer, dual licensee, marijuana, marijuana establishment, and marijuana products have the same meaning prescribed in, 20, in Section 36-2850. <clears throat> Two, designated caregiver, nonprofit medical marijuana dispensary, and qualifying patient have the same meaning prescribed in 36-2801. 42 42-5505, levy and rate of tax. A, there is levied and imposed and there shall be collected by the department an excise tax on all marijuana and marijuana products sold to a consumer by a marijuana establishment at a rate of 16% of the price of marijuana or marijuana products sold. This subsection does not apply to marijuana dispensed to a registered qualifying patient or registered designated caregiver by a dual licensee. 
B. If the United States levies um, and collects an excise tax on marijuana and marijuana products, the aggregate of federal and state excise taxes shall not exceed a rate of 30% of the price of the marijuana or marijuana products sold. And the tax levied and imposed pursuant to subsection A of this section shall be lowered accordingly and automatically on the effective date of the federal excise tax. C. <clears throat> a product bundled with a product or service that is not subject to the tax imposed by this section. D. Notwithstanding section 42-3102, the department shall deposit all monies levied and collected pursuant to this section in the smart established pursuant to section 36-2856. 42-5503, return and payment by marijuana establishment, penalty, interest. A, the tax imposed by this article is due and payable together within a return statement prescribed by the department for each month on or before the 20th day of the succeeding month. B, a marijuana establishment that fails to pay uh, the tax imposed by this article within 10 days after the date after the date upon which the payment becomes due is subject to and shall pay a penalty determined under section 42-1125 plus interest at the rate determined pursuant to section 42-1123 from the time the tax was due and payable until paid. The department may waive, uh, may waive any penalty or interest if it determines that the marijuana establishment has made a good faith attempt to comply with the requirements of this article. C, the monthly return statement uh, prescribed by the department shall include an account Welcome back to We Say Wednesday, folks. This is our 87th attempt to run the show. I'm now calling back in as the third host. Oh, we're reading this Smart and Safe initiative. Uh, we are on page 15 of 16. Holy Toledo. Okay, here we go. We were at uh, section 42-5503, return payment by marijuana establishment penalty and interest. B. <coughs> Uh, no, see, the monthly return statement prescribed by the department shall include an account of the quantity of marijuana that is sold by a marijuana established that is subject to the tax imposed by the article during the tax month. D, all penalties 
and interest collected pursuant to this section shall be deposited in the Smart and Safe uh, Fund established pursuant to 362856E. The department may adopt the rules that are necessary or convenient for the enforcement of this article, except that those rules may not conflict with Title 36, Chapter 28.2. Uh, F, the department may share confidential information as defined in Section 42-2001 with the Department of Health Services for its use in determining if a marijuana establishment, marijuana testing facility, or dual licensee is in compliance with tax obligations under Title 42 or Title 43. Section 6, Title 43, Chapter 1, Article 1, Arizona Revised Statute is amended by adding Section 43-108 to read 43-108, subtraction from gross income for ordinary and necessary expenses of a marijuana establishment or a marijuana testing facility. A. Notwithstanding any other law, in computing Arizona adjusted gross income or Arizona taxable income for a taxpayer, all ordinary and necessary expenses paid or incurred during the taxable year in carrying out on a trade or a business as a marijuana establishment, marijuana testing facility, or dual licensee that elects to operate on a for-profit basis pursuant to Title 36, Chapter 28.2 shall be subtracted from Arizona gross income to the extent not already excluded from Arizona gross income. B, for purposes of this section, quote, marijuana establishment, quote, marijuana testing facility, quote, and dual licensee, quote, have the same meaning prescribed in Section 36-2850. Forgot to underline this. Section 7, Voter Protection Act. For the purposes of the Voter Protection Act, Arizona, uh, uh, 4, Part 1, Section 16C, the people of the state of Arizona declare that the following acts of legislature would further purpose of this act. One, enacting a per se law for the presumption of marijuana impairment based on the uh, concentration of THC in a person's body when scientific research on the subject is conclusive and the National Highway Tra- Traffic Safety Administration recommends the adoption of such law. Two, reducing or eliminating any offense, offense level or penalty provided in this act. Three, increasing the amount of marijuana that a person may lawfully uh, possess. <clears throat> uh, four, amending the provisions of this act to align more closely with federal law and regulations in the event that marijuana is legalized and decriminalized by the federal government, but only if and to the extent that such federal law and regulation are not more restrictive than the provisions of the act. Five, amending the provisions of this act to align more closely with federal law and regulations uh, governing the possession, uh, processing, cultivation, transport, or transfer of industrial hemp but only if and to the extent that such federal law and regulations are not more restrictive than the provisions of this act. Um, Six, creating or implementing social equity programs to promote the ownership and operation of marijuana establishments and marijuana testing facilities by individuals from uh, communities disproportionately impacted by the enforcement of previous marijuana laws and increasing the number of marijuana establishments 
uh, establishment licenses by up to 10% in furtherance of those programs. Seven, facilitating the expungement and sealing of records of arrests, convictions, educations, and sentences that were predicated on conduct conduct made lawful by this act, including by automatic means and otherwise preventing or mitigating prejudice to individuals whose arrest convictions or sentence are expunged. Eight, amending the definition of, quote, smoking, quote, in this act to conform with the Smoke-Free Arizona Act in the event that the latter is uh, amended to include the use of an electronic smoking device that creates an aerosol or vapor. Eight, exemption from rulemaking. For the purposes of this act, the Department of Revenue and the Department of Health Services are exempt from the rulemaking requirements of Title 41, Chapter 6, and 6.1 Arizona Revised Statutes for 24 months after the effective date of this act, except that each department shall provide the public with a reasonable opportunity to comment on proposed rules and shall publish otherwise exempted rules. And nine, the variability. And this is it, folks, the final final section. If any possession, sorry, we're going to start start all over on that one. If any provision of this act or its application to any person or circumstance is declared invalid by a court of competent jurisdiction, I love that, a court of competent jurisdiction, when has there ever been that? Such Invalidity does not affect other provisions or applications of the act that can be given effect without the invalid uh, provisions or application. The invalidated provision or provisions shall be deemed reformed to the extent necessary to conform to applicable law and to give the maximum effect to the intent of this act and to the fullest extent possible the provisions of this act, including without limitation, each portion of any section of this act containing any invalidated provisions that is not itself in, uh, invalid shall be construed so as to give effect to the intent thereof. And there you have it. That's right. And there it is. 16 pages, which I will print out and read on the plane as I travel to Napa, California. I store you in folks. I'm coming. Coming to get you. Oh, Lord. I'm old. I know. I'm old. I'm gone again? We're sorry. Your show sucks and you can't. All right, folks, there we go. There you have it. We'd say Wednesday. Can you hear us now? No? No. All right, let me try this again. Let's see. No? Nothing? 
If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification, health, and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. I'm so sorry about this stinking show. I'm going to call, and we are going to talk to corporate, whatever, corporate blog talk. You don't even make me say it. I know. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. We're going to end the show before it goes. Before we have to do call back 17 more times, we love you. Thanks for tuning in to Week Day Wednesday. We will be back here next week with more news. Hopefully, Canvas Kids, Silver Sister will be here, and just Love one another and smoke a lot of weed. Calm down. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Go get your Christmas gifts. It's almost that time. Happy Weed Day, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. That's pretty good timing.